What up? Thank you for checking out the Bad News Pod. Today is November 21st. I'm the host, Wayne Harris, and with me today is Justin Tribal. What is going on, everyone? We are almost into holiday season, so... Yeah, yeah, we are. They, they, they're playing the Christmas music already. If you if you one of those people that turn on your radios, they are playing the Christmas music. Who does that anymore? <laughs> you know, I think about that a lot because every so often... You know, I usually just have my phone connected to the Bluetooth and it'll just shuffle shit off my playlist. But every once in a while, out of curiosity, I will actually turn the radio on. And that shit is so fucking weird, man. I don't I don't want to hear it. Every time I turn the radio on, if I do, it's a reminder of why I don't listen to the radio. It, it, <laughs> really, it really is. And then sometimes I'll get lazy and I'll just leave it on. Now, I have a 30-minute commute from my job to my house, and there have been times I've heard the same song during my commute. Not even joking. Yeah. Yeah, that that's 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 not even shocking. I'm like, it's, it hasn't even been 20 minutes. What not are you guys shocking. doing? So, um, but yeah, holiday season's coming up. Um, also, Diana's sick. She's not on the episode today. She's getting over a cough, so we agreed that she should not be hacking into my microphone. But yeah, I'd rather not like, catch secondhand. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she she said it was like really bad, but she's getting better. She's in good spirits. She'll be here next week along with her inappropriate nut comments mm-hmm. that she seems <laughs> unable that's, to avoid. That's the Diana brand. <laughs> the brand nut, is strong with her nut nut jokes. Um, as, as she gets she gets them off. She gets she them does, off. she she definitely gets them off. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Justin and I just discovered that today is both National Stuffing Day and National Gingerbread Cookie Day. So shout out to those. Stuffing is one of those divisive things, though, that, you know, some people love it. Some people are like, get that shit away from me. Listen, listen, just (laughs) don't give me the fucking stuffing that you took out of the turkey. Stop putting the turkey in the (laughs) stuff. Stop putting the stuffing in the turkey. You are going to get everyone sick, Karen. Oh, my God, please. Please. And and this is also the time of year that the workplace starts doing the potluck. So please, you know, look out for your loved yeah, ones. Yeah, don't put your food <laughs> in the sink, sure. people. Like, cut that shit out. It, it, it's, inspect the, 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 the dishes that are brought in. You know, do a questionnaire beforehand. Make sure everyone has the same, like, you know, cleanliness uh, checklist and all that good stuff because... You know, now's not the time to be getting sick. It's the end of the year. Let's do, let's yeah, make it like, through this um, final stretch. Don't folks. use up your PTO before it rolls over. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> right. in regard to potlucks, um, if it comes in casserole form, leave it alone. Just, <laughs> just let it slide for your own sake. Please, I'm 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 the person that I will either cheap out and just say I will bring snacks, or. I will go to like Publix or something and, you know, just grab a box of the chicken and call it a day. Like I'm not cooking anything. <laughs> and that's for Hey, my go to <laughs> my go to is you take some um this has somehow turned into the uh bad cooking podcast. Yes. Um anyway, <laughs> too bad. Um actually I'm a pretty good cook, but uh I am lazy when it comes to potluck. So I will grab the frozen meatballs, mm-hmm. um, the red, uh the like Heinz chili sauce. Ooh. Throw that in the crock pot with some grape jelly and just let it cook. Ooh. And you got the little meatball joints. Oh, pop shit. Pop in some toothpicks. Boom, boom, boom. You spent like $10 maybe, and it's going to feed like a good amount of people. And everyone fucks them up so you don't have to take any home. Bro, you might have just did something hey, right there. That is <laughs> it, it, If that you've is ever worked tip. with me, look, look, I'm just giving this shit away for free. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, we yo after this episode, we're putting up the Patreon link. You're yeah. not getting all this stuff for free Ain't anymore. No more dog. free, Randy. <laughs> not we're anymore. We're gonna start. It's we, the we holidays gonna... now, so we're about to drop <laughs> off all this um all this special edition. Here's the bad news cookbook. <laughs> we 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 cropping out all the good shit for the mm. for the paid episodes moving forward, people. <laughs> also, I will be remiss to not mention today's episode is brought to you by Jameson Castmates. <laughs> Send the check, Jameson, please. Yeah. <laughs> so let's switch it up. I had a little rum last time. Um, a little whiskey this time. It's been a dope. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough. The the uh, stretch leading into finals is fucking garbage. Just oh man, sucks. Yeah, I, I saw you put that in the chat too. That yeah, I, I feel your pain, man. <laughs> grinding. Thankfully, it's almost all over. Nice. Uh, you're, you're gonna be ecstatic. For for, yeah, for now. For now. For now. But it's cool. I just need a little bit of break. It's like I'm like hibernating. Like I'm working, then I chill out. It's like well, yep. it's not so bad. What am What am I drinking? I'm drinking Minute Maid Fruit Punch. Okay. Is the one in the carton? You know what's it's funny? The one in the carton? It's it's the one in the yeah. carton, and I'm glad you said that because there is a difference. Mm-hmm. There is a big difference. And I I need to speak to somebody that works for Minute Maid and ask them why the three versions of your your fruit punch all taste different. Like what is happening? It's um I think we can all agree that the one that comes in the red plastic is the worst one. Yes, I agree. And trash. It don't taste like no fucking fruit that I've ever had before. And it's the weirdest thing because you would like as much as I love the cartons, the idea of getting that bigger one just yeah. really appeals to me but it's like no nah, it doesn't taste good why am i gonna yeah. do that also though the cardboard better for the environment <laughs> you're right no plastic <laughs> around here playboy actually i do i'm real bad about that i try but that's besides the point we'll save that for what we'll captain planet do yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but i'm I, I am willing to see if i can reach out to someone at minute Maid. just i just want answers man like you don't got to spill all the secrets, but just let me know what's going on with the fruit punch. That's solid. Like you could probably write like a dissertation about that. I'm sure I, some serious. economic student is like, "Oh shit, yo!" Like, right? <laughs> and and it's just fascinating because as soon as I said that, you knew oh, where I was going with it, bro. and you you can you can mention that to anyone, and the reaction is always hey, the same. You know, you know. Like somebody, somebody, somebody needs to ask the questions. That's that's man, all I'm we saying. We are breaking breaking ground on this podcast. <laughs> Seriously, man. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll leave the heavy hitting stuff to Maddow. She does an amazing job. We're gonna find out what the fuck yeah. is up with Minute Maid Fruit Punch. Uh, it's the low hanging fruit punch. <laughs> Episode title, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! There we oh go. Oh my god! Send it up the ladder. Amazing. Sweet. Let's let's get into the news. Can we talk about <laughs> some actual news now. <laughs> okay, so um, Don Junior uh, wrote a book for those who were lucky enough to miss that news, and apparently, <laughs> the uh, Republican National Committee has been buying them in bulk in order to push it to the to bestseller list, and they got caught doing so, which is the the best thing. So the FEC found a filing showing that the RNC made a $94,000 payment to Books A Million on October 29th, which was just days before the release of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, An RNC spokesman confirmed that the expenditure was connected to their promotion of Don Trump Jr.'s book, unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, they previously claimed that it didn't make any bulk purchases and had only been ordering copies to, quote, keep up with the demand, unquote, of the book. Um, when asked by Confessor 
uh, how they could claim they weren't making bulk purchases when they bought nearly $100,000 worth of books. They simply replied, quote, we stand by our statement, unquote. Well, in their eyes, <laughs> everyone was just running to the fucking shelves to get this book. Oh, uh, so they had, to, they had to preemptively buy 100K worth of books. <laughs> Uh, and also i'd like to just rope in um we could have just thrown this under the segment color me fucking shocked that we could have happened we totally could have and the thing was the the bestseller list the new york times bestseller list has a little symbol that they put next to titles when they determine that it's part of some sort of bulk order you know just so that there's some fairness in the list Right. And Don Jr. got on some interview show and was getting indignant about it. Like, oh, they're trying to make it look like the conservatives or this, you know, because they they complain about everything and they're right. always victims. Right. So he, he got on his high horse about that. And here we go, an actual FEC filing showing that the books were paid for in advance. So shut up. It's It's like how, like. Again, like I feel like we always say this, but like, how bad are you at stuff? But, like, you just <laughs> overlook something like that. Like, it's something small. Like, and what's it, funny is like, there's always jokes of like musicians doing this. Yeah, but the fact that like it's the president's son that's doing this it, with a book, like, right. it just makes it like stupid slash funny. And like, and we've never seen an actual filing of a record label bulk buying right. an album you know we can always speculate right. but we never had proof right here within a matter of weeks we have proof of it right. which is the funny part yeah and and this will just get swept under the the rug and it, again this is the republican party by product of republican national committee it's their um they're so desperate to control the narrative so it's not yep. it's not only good enough to be able to like say wow look at don jr's book like look how well it's selling like it's not enough to do that but when that blows up in their face then they just go to excuse b and excuse c like you said like they're always going to be the victims like it's always someone out to get them but their disparity in trying to control that narrative is like well you guys are doing this and we're it's you know this isn't us like we're not buying any bulk purchases. We just spent a hundred thousand dollars on books. Like, okay, <laughs> right. maybe you yeah, bought so... two separate parcels of books, or however you group a, a group of books or whatever. But like, that's a hundred thousand dollars worth of books. Like, that's a lot of books. Like, how much does a book retail for? Probably like thirty bucks, I'd imagine. Probably something like that. And... I'm gonna Google it, and then I'm gonna get retargeted. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have all sorts of MAGA stuff popping up on your Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. And um, the crazy thing oh, is... Oh, it's not even $30, bro. It's $17.98 for the hardcover. Oh, dude. And get, what's funny get is... Get out of here with your fucking soul on beard, Don Jr. My bad. <laughs> the picture... Have you seen the, the book I, cover? Unfortunately, I have. And bro, it's so yeah, bad. It looked like it someone is. took an Etch-A-Sketch to his beard. I, and it's funny because I remember seeing him popping up on more shows, I guess, in the run up to the book release. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck is up with the beard? Like, when did he start doing this? It's like, bad, get out of here, dude. It's bad. As someone who can grow a beard, I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> right. Please do better and for yourself. I think the funny thing also is that 
the conservative MAGA movement, I think, would have been sufficient enough to get him on the list. Like, they didn't even really need to do this, I don't think. And it's just another sign of how, like you said, they need to push the narrative of just overblown success in every direction. And it blew up in their face. And it's so funny. I mean, but is that not Donald Trump's personality? It, it Over, is exactly his personality. <laughs> overstate your importance. Overstate your impact. Overstate your popularity um yeah and i guess the apple didn't fall too far from the tree so it yeah absolutely not so funny i i, I love seeing this stuff blow up that way it's fucking pathetic oh it is it absolutely is and i can't even, like sometimes i can't even laugh because i'm just like why like you know that video with the like the, the, the preacher yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why? <laughs> why why that's me every time i see this shit i'm like why yeah, I, I don't know, and it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like I'm trying to even like just form a sentence, and I can't because it's just like what, like you said, is why. That's it's like, like, what do you have to gain from this? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I don't know. Oh boy. Okay, moving on from that stupid book. Uh, the Senate passes a temporary spend, uh, spending bill to fund federal agencies, averting another shutdown that would have occurred tonight at midnight. Shit, I didn't know we were that close. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the move now sends the measure to Trump for his signature. Um, Richard Shelby, Republican from Alabama, said he expects the president to sign it. However, he wouldn't guarantee it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Quote, I'm sure he'll sign that, unquote, Shelby said of the president. <laughs> Oh man, this is great. How uh, indicative of, the, of of <laughs> of your actions as a leader? Like, how awesome is like he might, but <laughs> I might, I, I might I sign it, might not though. Like, <laughs> who fucking knows anymore? Is probably what he wanted to say. They probably can't wait Jeez. to get this motherfucker out of there, dude. You see how like mad Republicans are just fucking resigning yeah. and like not choosing to rerun for their seats. They're like, fuck this shit, man. I mean, they got to save face somehow. Like they, they obviously like the Republican like brand is so like strong and ingrained in them that they like, this is like committing ritual suicide rather than like admitting you're wrong. It's it. Yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, you know, there's Matt Gates and Jim Jordan and those dickheads, yeah, but there are some of those guys that just, you know, they just want to do their job. They don't give yeah, a fuck about all this They're just shit. conservatives, man. Like they, yeah, you know, they. I get it. They just want to cut spending and small government, it's, whatever. That's they stupid don't and care. doesn't work, but you know, they're entitled to their their beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to be a conservative, yeah, that's your prerogative. Like, there's but some arguments to be made not, for, you know. I mean, I don't believe in social conservative, but like, I mean, I don't really believe in school either. But nah, you know, I, yeah, me either. I'm but I mean, not everyone that. is a. Yeah, but you know, not everyone is the Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell exactly, in the party. You exactly. Know? So it's like all the uh, all the actual just you know here to get paid, do my job. Conservatives are like, yeah. What the but fuck, the problem man? is, is like this kind of goes into like this is unrelated, but in a way it is. It it, it reminds me of the like the bad apples in the bunch. Like when we talk about like police, and it's like not every yep. police or not every police officer, not every law enforcement official is doing this and that and the third. And it's like yes, but. Mm-hmm. When you don't speak out against it, you are complicit in it by you not moving the narrative. Yeah. Like everyone has their duty to their political party. Like we know that we have some Democrats that are here to keep the party from going too left. And if that's your thing, cool. But right. then we also have some candidates, or not candidates, we have elected officials whose job is to keep the party progressing. But in the same time, like you have that mm-hmm. with conservatives too. 
you have some that are, you know, yeah. they're still religious. Like we still have the Bible Belt. We still have people that represent populations of the U.S. that are still very religiously uh, strict. And their job is to uphold yep. that. And then there's some, unfortunately, we have like the Tea Party who is trying to push the party further to the right. Um, and <clears throat> the MAGA yep. movement is kind of a, a watered down version of that, um, which is weird because people don't see how that's like borderline fascist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you'd think that we'd, we'd figure it out, but um, you know, it, it's a kind of a cultural thing and it's sad, but like you said, man, like there's some people that are just like, yo, I got people in my district that do this mm-hmm. for a living. And you know, they elected me. That's why I didn't give Cory Booker too much yeah. shit. Like, yeah, big big farm is crazy. Like, yes, I, I think big farm needs to be tackled. However, uh, the pharmaceutical companies are like the biggest employer in New Jersey. Yeah. So I, I do ex- understand to an extent, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so with the Republicans, you know, they're not all Moscow Mitch, you know. So I, th- I think, you know, you hit the, the head on the hail, the head on the yeah. hail per- perfectly <laughs> because it's just super frustrating. And I think the way that the government is running fiscally, like I'm it, the recession's going to come. Bro. Oh, it is. Like it is. We are spending far too much, um, in, in this, <laughs> in this presidential realm of Donald Trump, like it's the in- government is spending so much and, we should be saving. The economy is doing okay. Like, the, there's no need for them to be spending as much as they spend. But here we are. No, and the crazy thing is, so the the spending has gone through the roof. The deficit has ballooned. Mm-hmm. That that tax bill from a few years ago did nothing. They said it would. Like we all knew would happen. And like you said, it's it's only a matter of time before the bottom falls out. I mean, yep. the like yep. is the economy right now is like the equivalent of the dot com boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's there, but it's kind of shaky, right? And I mean, it's oh, it's gonna be ugly. I mean, yeah. but and then you have to couple it with all these stupid trade wars, and like it's it's gonna be a mess, bro. Yeah, it's it's gonna be bad, and and I really encourage people if you're not, um, if you're not familiar with how deficits work and what government should be doing in deficits, um, the the best example would be um, look at the New Deal. It's the best mm-hmm. example of, of doing it. The government, when it's down, like the Great Depression, obviously, a very low point in American history, that's when the government was like, hey, guess what? We've got a little bit of a surplus here. Let's start spending on programs to put people back to work. That money goes back yep. into the economy. But when you start only, you know, when you when the middle class is getting taxed more than the rich people, we don't have as much money to go spend and that starts affecting local economies and that starts spiraling. And that's what happened with 2008 in a nutshell, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. So, you know, all of you, you know, if there's people out there that listen to us, I doubt that they are conservative, but keep in mind, like what the people that you're voting in office, like, how are they voting? Like, do they want Mm -hmm. to give tax breaks to the rich? And a lot of that goes in. That's why we have government shutdowns. Like, conservatives as for the most part don't believe in in government spending so they don't want to send money to the agencies that need money to fucking keep you know keep themselves alive you know and then we'll run into another problem where uh we have tsa agents and shit like that 
not getting paid. Like, yep. And the crazy thing it was insane. The crazy thing too about the uh conservatives and how they want to do government spending is what what winds up happening a lot of times that, you know, it never gets reported because it's just become routine is like they're constantly doing continuing resolutions because, you know, they can't come up with a budget they'll all agree on. Right. And right, right, the, right. the reason they have to do that is because Republicans, to your point, they don't want to spend, but they want like military money. Like they want more money for military yeah. stuff. So they'll say, OK, we'll approve this, but we want an extra hundred million dollars for the military, even though you right. like, you haven't even spent the money that was in the last budget for the military. So what are you exactly. doing? Exactly. So like, I mean, it just goes back to what when, when we were talking about like the Paris Agreement and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. we don't spend; it's a drop in the bucket compared to our military budget. Yeah, everything that we do is a drop in the bucket. So for people like I got into like a little bit of a debate with um, a kid in one of my classes, um, and when I say kid, I don't mean it disrespectfully. He's just a lot younger than me. <laughs> um, and he, we were kind of talking about you know the healthcare system and stuff like that. And he's like, Oh, I don't think we should get rid of it. I think it should have the option and blah, 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 blah. And I disagreed. And I'm like, listen, the government finds money when they want to find money. They found money to invade Iraq. They found money to invade Afghanistan. They found money to bail out the banks, which was necessary. Um, So those two things are not like the other, but you just, they'll find a way to spend the money if they want to spend the money, you know? And, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate that, Usually it's conservatives that want to pick and choose like what they can spend their money on. But at the yeah. slightest bit of inconvenience, which these federal agencies would um, you know, help make life easier for all of us, especially going into the holiday season. Like how many people are traveling, you know, to go visit home mm-hmm. or to go on vacation because they have off for the holidays? Like, could you imagine like let's just have another round of pissed off TSA agents because they're not getting paid or stressed <laughs> out TSA agents because they probably live paycheck to paycheck. That's pretty common. And, you know, they've got bills due and shit like that. Like, we don't need another round of that. So I really hope that Trump signs it. But, like, it's just frustrating that we continually have this problem with government shutdowns. Like, when when was that last one? Was it last, was it March? It was, shoot. January? It, w- January. it was the end of December going into January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember I was traveling and I was like, man. Mm-hmm. And I remember, too, because... One of my friends, she works for the government before the state. And I remember asking her, I was like, is this affecting you at all? Like, how does that work? And she was like, no, we're actually cool for now, but that could change. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, man, it's tough. And, you know, the same thing goes. Like, you have to be aware of the people that you're voting into office. And I know I feel like we always preach that, but it's so important when it comes to stuff like, you know, shutdowns, that that's a yep. one, that's a direct thing that can really domino out of control. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, the the vast majority of, of elected officials are like, hey, let's, you know, get the shit done. And rightfully mm-hmm. so, because it, it directly affects their constituency. So, um, I do you foresee Trump? I mean, it's kind of a, a tough question to ask, but because he's really unpredictable, but do you foresee any problems? I mean, outside of obviously anything could happen with this fucking guy, but <laughs> yeah, he could. I'm my thought is that he's got enough shit on his plate right now. He does not want to have to eat another shutdown. Like I, I can't imagine that he would be willing to throw that as a icing on the cake with all the other shit. 
Yeah. That yeah, I would true. I would be surprised. I would be surprised, but then I wouldn't because like you said, this dude will fucking <laughs> jump out of a limo in the middle of the street and just tap dance on the road and that'd be like, okay, that that seems normal. Like he just hey, does I, whatever he wants. I would pay money just to see his little <laughs> hands like flailing about. <laughs> I oh man. Did you but see it, it's the, frustrating to think about, man? Like this it, is people's like well being and it's people's it lives is. that are that are at stake, bro, for just to happen, you know, essentially twice in the same year. Like, has that ever happened before? Have we ever had multiple shutdowns with one president? I did it happen with Obama? So. I don't think it. He, there was one with Obama. I know there was one, and they furloughed everyone, and that kind of yeah. got them out of you know, kind of out of the bank for a little while. Yeah, I think it was just the one with Obama. Yeah, I'd have to I remember double check, but there was the one with Clinton that was Newt Gingrich's fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that was that that one I think was the longest one until the Trump one. Yeah, yeah. And I'll keep it a being with you too. Like if this was Obama and he was holding up shit like this, I give him the same smoke that I'm giving Trump right now. Like oh, I have absolutely. my allegiances and I have my preferences, but at the end of the day, like your services to the American people and Absolutely. You know, I like cuz for some reason and and it's not like it's a narrative that um leftist i guess you'll say um they'll conveniently ignore things <laughs> when it's our own uh political ideologies that fail to get shit done and that we only criticize republicans mm-hmm. or we only criticize conservatives but um for the most part the people that say that they're dumbasses and they don't pay attention to politics anyway so <laughs> there's right. that but i mean also so the the crazy thing is too with the last shutdown the thing that re- finally spurred everyone to to get this done was when the tsa was like fuck this and people were not showing up because not only does that kill travel industry not does it affect the airports and pretty much everything surrounding that but then it becomes a safety issue where you didn't have the air traffic control people you like oh it, yeah it was, yeah that was that, that was the yeah, key man. that was the key the the um the FAA were like all right cool we're not doing inspections yeah. and we're not <laughs> right the air traffic controllers were like all right fuck off like we're I got sick time yeah it it, like, it it took what one or two days of that before they said okay let's let and it was it. just the threat it was just the threat nah, of it man. and you know the because people pe- <laughs> this is one of my neighbors um she is a uh, political science professor at UMass. And we were talking one day and she's like, yeah, like we were talking about libertarians. Um, and she's like, everybody's a libertarian until it comes time to tr- go on vacation. And I was like, holy shit, I never thought about it because of course you're a fan of government control when it, you have federal air traffic controllers, federal inspectors looking at the airplanes, making sure they're safe. You have federal agents. Well, if you want to call TSA people federal agents, but no shade, no shade. Um Literally checking, you know, making sure that there are no weapons or anything like that coming to the airport. So then everyone's a fan. So people are fans that it's convenient fucking ideology when you're fans of big government and thing and big government overreach when it suits you. So, you know, just hypocrisy. But hopefully, man, this shit gets squared away. Um, I just don't want to see anybody have to deal with that stress. Yeah, that would that would be an awful look. So I mean, it's it's a good sign that it looks like they're on that path and we'll just keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> um all right, we're going to take a really quick break and then we'll be right back. 
Today's episode of Bad News is brought to you by Disney+. Plus. If there's a movie, television show, franchise, or intellectual property that you're a fan of, chances are they own it now. And if they don't, just give it a year or two and they will. Which means if you want to watch it, you have no choice but to pay them $7 a month, which will eventually balloon to $15 a month before you know it. Disney+. Plus. Once the nostalgia wears off, you'll hate their guts. Okay, let's see. Career diplomat David Holmes uh, testified Thursday in the House impeachment inquiry to describe the phone call he overheard between Trump and Gordon Sondland, in which the two officials allegedly discussed an extortion scheme against Ukraine. Uh, Bill Taylor, the acting Ukrainian ambassador, revealed the call last week in his testimony, and Holmes testified during a deposition uh, that Sondland held the phone away from his ear because Trump was talking so loudly on the phone. Um, Trump, as Holmes read his opening statement, questioned how that was possible, boasting that his own hearing was great, but simultaneously complained about his past attempts to overhear phone calls. <laughs> he, he tweeted, <laughs> oh man, I have the tweet here because it, it killed me too. He tweets, I have been watching people make phone calls my entire life. My hearing is and has been great. Never have I been watching a person making a call which was not on speakerphone and been able to hear or understand the conversation. <laughs> I've even tried, but to no avail. <laughs> yeah, it's it's never oh, like, again, like what we were saying earlier about um, him always like having to overcompensate or just oversell. And he's like, Look, my hearing's perfect. I don't have any problems. Like, come on, man. Like, so, so in defending yourself, Against the accusation of the phone call, you have outed yourself as a fucking eavesdropping creep now. <laughs> like, way to go. Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, I can never hear other people's phone calls, and I've gave it my best. I've tried. <laughs> I always try to listen to other people's. I don't always listen to other people's phone calls, but when I do, I can hear them. <laughs> so fucking weird. With my great hearing. His, his perfect hearing. Yes. Perfect hearing. Weirdo, man. Okay. Um, now. That's the best way to describe them, actually. <laughs> it is. Um, so now it's time for my favorite segment. What would Captain Planet do? Mm-hmm. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Okay, so apparently there's a photo that surfaced that was taken in 1898 of the Klondike Gold Rush, uh, which features a child that so closely resembles the world-renowned climate campaigner uh, Greta Thunberg that some Twitter users um, actually thought it was a fake photo. Um, apparently, the 120-year-old picture was sourced to the University of Washington's Special Collections archive, leading many to jokingly conclude that Thunberg is a time traveler who arrived in 2019 the world, um, to warn the world about the planetary climate crisis. So that's, that's awesome. Hey, Hopefully it's true. Thir- keep your third eye open. <laughs> we, we need the, uh, the Koofy meme. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a million of them floating around and every single one kills me with laughter my go-to is the og koofy meme which is damon wayans <laughs> off of uh yes off of fucking um <laughs> oh my god in living color yes that's my perfect. that is my go-to and then secondary is the r kelly with the, he's like pointing to his like temples and someone like yeah, photoshopped and- a koofy on his head <laughs> and then there's another one that that same one, but someone photoshopped lasers yes, like shooting out of his yeah. eyes. That's that's for the real Perfect. extreme ones. And every now and again, that's the break glass in case of emergency meme with someone like being like super super woke on Twitter. And I'm like, super hey, woke. Save some save some knowledge for the rest of us, bro. <laughs> oh but man! Before so we good. jump off of this, how I don't know. Have we talked about how pathetic it is that these assholes on the internet are making fun of a preteen? 
constantly. You know, so when when she like really reached the peak of her like fame and popularity, there were people on like Fox News like talk you're talking shit about a teenager, bro. Yeah. Like what the hell? Like and and all she's doing is begging adults to not murder the planet. Like that is all she's doing. Yeah. She's like, hey, I gotta <laughs> live here longer. That's than all you she's doing. Here. She's asking for like climate policy and saying, hey, me and the people my age, we don't want to die in 20 years and you know, maybe throw us a bone. That's all she's doing. I've even seen it, I've even even seen it so bad as them, like there's a picture of her eating, and they're like, Oh, look. This this isn't blah 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 blah, and there someone was like, no, this is a vegan salad. That's she's got a water bottle, she's got a hydro flask. There's no meat there. There's no meat byproducts there, and I'm just like, you're 55 years old, right? Like, it's so weird. And the, fucking she, go take a walk. Go walk in the mall before it opens. And she's not even American, so like she doesn't give a shit about our politics, man. She's just no. like, don't kill the planet. That's all. Well, that's the problem is that like that generation, there's for whatever reason making making environmental policy a partisan issue, and it's like no uh, pollution and things like that don't know borders like the rest of you idiots do. Like mm-hmm. it's it's so like it hurts my brain. It, it, it's like, oh, you tree hugging liberal, and I'm like, <laughs> so weird. I'd like some fucking trees, thank you. Like, do you, do you, you don't want to know? You don't want to know what's going to happen when we don't have trees. Like, let's let's be no, real. It's going to turn into fucking what's that movie where everyone lives on the train and it's like in <laughs> Siberia or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? I, I think um, so. Every every time I think about I, I think about like fucking Mad Max or Total Recall, yeah. or, you know, some crazy dystopian something or other, and I'm like, this is no what it's gonna look like. <laughs> like no y'all are gonna fuck around. So yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that. But like, uh, I don't know if it's any good. But no, <laughs> yeah, it's just nuts, man. It's so Mad nuts. Max. Everyone's gonna be fighting over water. Yep, just going on. Hey, but. We'll have really cool masks. Really cool masks. Really sweet car chases in the desert. I mean, uh-huh. it's not all bad. Car car cities? <laughs> yeah, right? Hey, just in case, kids, uh, go to school, learn how to be a mechanic. <laughs> yeah, we will need you. We're going to need you in the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, man. Um, some, some Giuliani news, because he's always good for an article. Oh, yeah. that, um, that's the gift that so, uh, fucking keeps on giving. It never stop. Speak well, real quick before I even get into this. Did you see the picture of his kid? So, like, his son works for the White House. Did Did you oh, notice? Yeah, Google it real quick. So, his son apparently works in in the White House as a sports liaison. Okay, and his job is to arrange for athletes to visit the White House for meetings oh, with Trump. Boy. And um, he he gets paid close to a hundred thousand dollars a year to do this. And his only relative experience is that he knows how to play golf. Why is his mouth so little? Right, compared to his teeth, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's also, so weird looking. I'm pretty sure this guy's called me the N-word on Call of Duty. <laughs> I, I saw that picture. I was like, this is he, he's like a, a younger version of Giuliani, but with really? Giuliani's actual mouth. He, <laughs> he's got adult, so, adult Giuliani's <laughs> mouth. It's so weird looking. He also kind of has given me um He's giving me Biff Tannen vibes. Yes, yes, that's another one. Yeah. Holy shit, How man! Yeah, I saw Good that. Thing you're rich, because whew. Oh, absolutely! Wow. Like you would, you would have it tough you'd otherwise, bro. Mad, you'd be having a Mad Max dry spell. <laughs> that's how. You, that's oh how you bridge God. two segments. <laughs> <laughs> 
perfect, man. Like we didn't even try, and it just came out perfect. Grassroots podcasting, man. (laughs) So uh, Giuliani apparently is um has it out for Pompeo now. Um, he he's saying (laughs) that pause that pause let me know all I need to know. Yeah. So apparently he's saying Pompeo may have um, committed obstruction of justice by refusing visas to three Ukrainians. Um, that he wants to testify about his conspiracy theories because you know how much Rudy loves those. Um, Mm -hmm. Saying, quote, the embassy in Ukraine refuses to give visas for three witnesses, um, two present prosecutors and a former prosecutor general who have direct evidence of major Democrat corruption in Ukraine in 2016, Giuliani says. Oh, man, they won't let this go. It's always the Democrats. It's always the Democrats. Democrats. So, yeah, so we know Giuliani is obsessed with this whole Ukraine thing. And now he's willing to make an enemy out of Pompeo to push this stuff. (sighs) The thing that kills me, the thing that kills me is like, what do the Democrats, well, I mean, I guess I could say like, you know, I was going to say, what do the Democrats have, you know, to gain from uh, meddling in Ukraine other than like, I don't know, the withdrawal of Russia from their industry. So I can kind of see it and why Republicans would have such a hard on for it, especially Trump, because, you know, we pretty much know that he and Vlad are are close and we know how important Ukraine is uh, to Russian industry and and cultural identity. I mean, I was listening to the story and they were explaining how Russian, so like Ukraine is basically split for those of you who don't know, like some people are like, yeah, we're, we're ethnically Russian. Like we have Russian ties, like, we, we don't see ourselves Ukrainian. Like, that's made up mm-hmm. for Russian. And Russians seen that, like, Kiev is the, like, home of the Russian Empire, you know, like, the historical yeah. state of Russia. And it's this really weird thing. But, you know, Vlad, Vlad wants Ukraine because of all the industry and the access and things like that. And mm-hmm. the rest of Ukraine is like, nah, we kind of want to be European. <laughs> yeah, and right. so I can kind of see it, but, like... Uh, it just doesn't seem like the Democrats are are the if they go low, we go higher party. So I just can't see these idiots meddling in foreign affairs to this extent. Like it really just no. seems like mm-hmm. it's like when you're like the piece of shit partner that cheats on their your significant other and you keep accusing them of cheating because you're doing it. Exactly. <laughs> That's what this is. And I mean, so even if we were to ignore the fact that every possible intelligence agency concluded it was russia Mm -hmm. then you have to say okay what does ukraine who is currently engaged in a war with russia and looks to us for aid international support etc why would they bother potentially pissing off the country as a whole by meddling in its election exactly like it it doesn't even make like even if you strip away all of the other stuff which puts it to bed completely what would their motive be like it doesn't make sense no and and that would destabilize the region further which you know we had a pretty decent secretary of state we had two hillary clinton was good uh and john Kerry was good you can't destabilize a, a a gateway country like ukraine that liberals don't believe in as a international theory uh liberals don't believe in destabilizing other democracies like that just yeah. There hasn't been two democracies that have gone to war in, you know, I don't know the exact timeline, but a very, very, very long time, if it has ever happened. Um, just mm-hmm. as a rule of thumb, democracies don't go to war with each other. And 
right. Ukraine has elected their own government. And I just think that the control that, you know, and, and honestly, like if, if this was such a big deal, we would have heard about all these alleged democratic ties, these Joe Biden, Hunter Biden ties. We would, if this was such a big deal, we would have heard about this before because you know that Trump and the rest of these dickheads, they can't wait to try to string up Democrats on things that they typically would get mm-hmm. accused of. So it's just they're scratching and clawing for any and every little thing. It's like, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, pretty much. And the the thing is that the entire Burisma Biden thing is it it have if 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 it was a big deal, it would have become news when it happened. It exactly. didn't become news when it happened because it was attached to actual American policy. Um everything Biden was doing was part of American and European policy. Like this was just the way the White House wanted things done. And there was nothing um, in his actions that were p- politically beneficial to him or the party. No. It was what the country wanted. Yeah. It's, so it was for Ukraine. It was, it was yeah. what they wanted, what they needed, you know, and, mm-hmm. and this is a country that we've been giving aid to for decades. You know, we just now started yep. giving them, you know, we were only giving them like radios military equipment you know communications equipment radios obviously and only now we're giving them like you know here's here's the tooly like strap up like (laughs) strap like that that that's only recent and now all of a sudden it's a big deal um you know this this is nothing more than another shakedown this is what Julian. This it's, is Stop exactly. and Frisk International version. <laughs> exactly, and it's it's funny too because they managed to get sucked into this entire conspiracy theory thanks to Paul Manafort, who's now in jail, mm-hmm. and Paul Manafort got sucked into it by that dude um, Kalimnik, who is like one of Putin's oligarchs that like lives in the Ukraine. He's like a Russia um apologist or some shit living in ukraine yeah he's Um, a loyalist yeah 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 so he he pushed it to manafort manafort pushed it to trump and giuliani and here we are and now trump's getting impeached for it so it's amazing like this is this is what conspiracy theories do to you people (laughs) get you impeached Mm -hmm. oh man um Real quick rundown of the the impeachment testimonies. Um, today on the 21st, we had Fiona Hill and David Holmes. Yesterday, we had the bomb from Gordon Sondland. Hmm. Um, um, the 19th, we had Vindman was the star witness. Um, he and Yovanovitch actually elicited applause from inside the congressional chamber, which is new. I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. But um, pretty much everyone has testified in such a way that there is clearly uh no way for trump to get out of this like they're fact witnesses and everyone is saying the exact same thing so there's no way you're going to tell me 15 people are lying no sorry no no no, absolutely not (laughs) and it's like we always stress the fact that they're career diplomats like there's people who have a long proud history of public service like you mean to tell yep. me that one day they wake up and after doing like selfless duty, being away from their families and et cetera, et cetera, a whole career of doing that just to one day go like, you know what? I think I'm going to lie to Congress today. Like it doesn't. <laughs> it, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, like look at Vindman. So he's got a purple heart from being wounded right. in, in battle, you know? He and both of his brothers also served in the military. Yovanovitch is a 33-year ambassador. I mean, and then you, you're you going to tell me that 
they're willing to throw away those careers in order to lie about Donald Trump. That doesn't even make any kind of sense. Even fucking Gordon Sondland, that piece of shit, he it took him three times, yeah, but he finally got it spicy. right. <laughs> finally got it right. And I, I saw a comment. Somebody said, dude, you paid a million dollars to have to get grilled in front of Congress and face a perjury charge, man. Mm-hmm. Worst million dollars ever. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the good thing is, is that, you know, sometimes you got to, Sometimes you gotta let the the little fish go, and if this is mm-hmm. if this is what helps compel the, we're gonna get to the point where, like you said, it's fifteen plus, you know, it's a dozen plus people that are saying almost the exact same thing, and so far the Republicans have tried to discredit the witnesses, which hasn't worked, and now they're trying to nope. say like, oh, that's secondhand information, you wouldn't rely on that, but now you have people that are like, no, no, I heard the phone call. Exactly. What's her name? Jennifer Williams, Pence's age. She testified age, yeah. on the um on the nineteenth. She was on the call. So you you can kill the whole secondhand thing now. Right. You've, you now have her. I mean, look, what's his name? Pompeo was on the call. He, yeah. I mean, oh, did you also hear he's thinking about resigning? Apparently, I wouldn't be surprised. He's gonna try and get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> and you oh, know what man. they're gonna say though, when it's just the legislative age, she's gonna say they're gonna be like, "Well, that's just one person." And then when I'm, then it just forces me to ask the question: Is like, is one person not enough? Like, is that is the fact that he did it, and we know that he did it? It's proving it. Is one person mm-hmm. saying that they heard it happen in conjunction with everyone saying that it did happen? How (laughs) long can they just continue to ignore or just pretend, you know, it's, this is, you know, we were talking about it before and, and these Republicans, the ones that are going to hitch their wagon to Trump, they're going to go down. They're going to, I mean, we're starting to see reflections of that in gubernatorial races. Shouts to Louisiana. We sure are. Yeah. Yeah. What what was his name? Responi. He, he went down in a ball of fire. That was amazing to see. (laughs) Oh man! So more testimony set to happen. They're they're also still trying to get Don McGahn, the former White House Counsel. They're like that subpoena is tied up in a court battle. But chances are they're gonna say no. Congress has the right to compel him, and he's gonna have to show up. And as damning as all the other testimony is, like he seems to be the one Democrats have been itching to get their hands on for months. So that's yeah. gonna be interesting. Well, that's that's gonna be the big thing because. If you get that, and if you make him talk under oath, yeah, it's gonna be very hard for the other camp to say like, no, 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 no. And I mean that you know Trump is falling into that whole I barely know them defense. You know he did it with Jennifer Williams, which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, dude, that's the aide to the vice president. How do you not know her? Yeah, he did it with Gordon Sondland, which again, this dude. Uh, donated to your inaugural. That's the only reason he's even in the administration. So you got to know him at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't say that with Don McGahn. So no, you can't. <laughs> that that pool is the the layers of the onion. Like I always compare it to, are getting closer mm-hmm. and closer. Oh and yes, closer it is. And closer. Um, so there's only so much that 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 corner that room is now going to be like slowly turning into Trump having the full room to him being backed into a corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm and here for it. 
I, I am too. I, I, I just we we know the impeachment in the House is going to come. I really want to see how far this goes in the Senate because right now they're they're pretty much trying to do the whole we got his back thing. But I think push comes to shove with all of the testimony and evidence and what have you mm-hmm. to to have to go on record and saying that was okay. I don't know that they have the balls to do that. No, especially when it comes to things like impeachment or not impeachment, uh, perjury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that- I mean, and, and it's been showing that these public hearings are moving the needle in terms of the public response. So now you have to say, okay, some of us have seats we have to run for in 2020. And do we really want to go on record as saying this was cool mm-hmm. when the public can hear all of this testimony and see all of the stuff on live TV, like 13 million some odd people watched like the first testimony. Like this is fucking can't miss television. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's identity politics are, are going to get a full run when these people mm-hmm. uh, start running for their seats or re, you know, the reelection campaigns and um, they got, they got to make sure they're on the right side of history. That's really, that's really all it boils exactly. down to is, is you have to make sure you're on the right side of this because all signs are pointing towards Trump finally tripping over his own feet. You know, he's been doing questionable shit this entire time and even leading up to him being elected. Um, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like what they always say. It's like when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. And it, it, it's the same thing. Like exactly. you know, All you have to do is like lay low and, you know, he's going to return to the scene of the crime, you know, in a proverbial sense, because he, he's just going to mm-hmm. he's a, a classic case of people that are in power, abuse the power because they don't think that there are any consequences. It's a it's an age old thing that people are socialized in that type of way of thought that they'll just keep doing shit because they feel like they can't be touched. Yep. And Trump's no different. Yep. Trump's absolutely no different than that. Yeah, and and actually to your point, the whole the whole thing about returning to the scene of the crime is perfect because apparently this wasn't the first time they tried to muscle Ukraine. They did the yeah. same thing in 2017 where they tried to like withhold um some of the aid or military assistance for something else and apparently he was like, oh shit, I can do that and did it again this year. Yeah, then then they say that it happened, there was an instance that it happened. Um, yeah, they were saying like, oh, this isn't the first time that it's happened now that they're pressing more people to talk about it. They're like, yep. oh, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. So it's, it's, it's crazy, it's, man. And it's just fucked up, man. Like those Ukrainians need help, man. Like the less influence that Russia has. Um, you know, if the Ukrainians want to be a part of the European Union and they want to be, you know, they don't want to form this new block with Russia because Russia just wants to re-extend the Soviet Empire. That's all they that's all Vladimir wants to do. He just wants to be yep. the czar again. Um mm-hmm. you know, so if, if yep. the Ukrainian people and by all means it show it seems as though they want to be a part of the European Union, just fucking follow the will of the people, man. Like just you can very rarely go wrong as long as the leadership intentions exactly. are good because sometimes they're not. But it's the will of the people and you know how it goes when there's civil conflict. I'm always going to go over the people mm-hmm. that have the grievances and, and yep. like, rightfully so, man. Well, that's all I have for today's episode, man. You got anything else? Um, Nah, man. I mean, Latin America's still kind of on fire. Um, oh, man. We haven't really talked about that because there's not a whole lot coming out about 
the potential of a U.S. coup. You know, for, stop me if you heard this this joke before, where uh, <laughs> the U.S. interferes in a Latin American country's overthrowing. Yeah, and it's kind of like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I haven't I haven't honestly gotten Sounds... a chance to really read into it, so I won't talk about it until I can really like dig into it. Um, right. No, man. Um, I don't I don't even have any like funny news stories that I've seen. Um, the the whole news the whole news cycle has just been um, just Trump 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 Trump. Yeah, I mean that's that's all it's been for Trump me. And Trump tough. I the debate it, was bro. yesterday. And you know, I I caught maybe the first hour of it. Again, there's ten people. They're not going to get to say or do much. Um, I will say what was interesting. Yeah, I'll say. I'll save my booty. <laughs> I, I was just about to say this. This was his first time being probably a front runner um, on the debate stage. Nobody really went at him super hard, but Kamala, I think, did have a good jab at him for his lack of support within the Black voter bloc. So that was a thing, and he's yeah. good. If Kamala could stick to that, like, I, she's not going to win. Like, let's call it what it is. Yeah. She's not going to win. But I think she can be useful for the black community. Absolutely. In figuring out where their vote Absolutely. should lie. Um, Policy-wise, I don't think she's she's strong enough in anything. And I, I just personally don't agree with the things that she's said mm-hmm. and done. Um, but if she can, you know, I, I hate the way that this is going to sound, but if if that's going to be your duty to drive the black vote and to ask those questions to the other candidates or get at the other candidates for what they're going to say, like as the only black person up there besides Cory Booker mm-hmm. and Cory Booker is not a spicy guy, right? Yeah, um, you know, he, he's not going to push the issue. I think it's Kamala's job to really do that. Um, and, you know, even if it's not with the black community, um, she fucking just windmill dunked on Tulsi Gabbard. Oh God, she did. I, that would love. I loved it. I wish loved she loved every second away, of it. Man, honestly, yeah, man, it was. <laughs> I mean, we. I would have much rather had Castro up there than Tulsi. He a, a thousand percent. I'd rather have Castro. I'd rather have Castro up there than um, Kolbashar. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather you know. I'd rather see him up there than Tulsi. Um, Fucking Tom just, Steyer was up there, man. Like, what the hell? Hey, bro, if you got money. Yeah, you know what? You you're know right. You're right. He's you a fucking billionaire. Goes, <laughs> you know how it goes. You can make a lot of shit going away. Go away. That is absolutely and true. And you can open up a lot of doors if you got money. Mm-hmm. To be a rich white man in America, you are practically Superman. <laughs> and it was funny, too, because there was one point where, where Biden was answering something, and he like started going at Steyer, and I was like, Dude, why are you wasting your bars on Steyer? Right. Like, <laughs> right. Cause, cause, what are you doing, Joe? Because Joe's fucking senile and he just, <laughs> he's like, taking what the defense gives him. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought it was hilarious. I'm like, bro, you, you're standing next to Bernie. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I have to, I'm going to probably um, just give it a listen. Um, usually, like MSNBC and NPR, they'll do like a, they'll have the recording of it. And I pretty much, I find yeah, it yeah. harder to listen to the audio because I really like to watch their reaction to questions. Yeah, um, me too. But I, I do need to listen me just too. so I can kind of hear what's being discussed. But um, I fucking hate the Iowa caucus cycle. Like, I think it's so stupid. Um, I think it's I think it's a magnifying yeah, it's, glass. It's weird. 
it doesn't it it doesn't represent the rest of America Absolutely. at all. Um, and and it's just another None reason whatsoever. why the electoral process is fucking stupid. Like we shouldn't have electoral votes. And you know, if y'all want to <laughs> fucking discuss me and debate me on that, you can feel free. Yeah, but I'm not gonna argue with you. So have fun. Um, it's just stupid. I one vote, one person. Like honestly. And and there's there's numbers that not everyone in America lives in L.A., New York, and Chicago and Miami. It it just it doesn't work that way. So stop fucking listening to Fox News. <laughs> the, the whole coastal elite argument. If I hear that phrase one more time, man. <laughs> you know what's funny is like I live on the coast, <laughs> so I'm like, damn. Massachusetts liberals are weird though, man. Like they're, they're socially, yeah. Uh, Massachusetts liberals are like socially conservative kind of, um, it's, it's really, it's, it's weird. Like I'm, it, I don't even know how to explain it, but like, think like the Kennedys, man, like that's, they're like royalty. So Ah. it's rich liberals, uh, and they keep to themselves. And, but, um, we do have a lot of people in Boston that are very progressive. Thanks to you all, um, Mm -hmm. here. And so that we do a lot mm. of driving of that stuff um, between it's like it's kind of like San Francisco in a way, um, in that right. regard. But the the kind of old old timey Brahmin, Boston, you know, Kennedy accent type of folks, the Beacon Hill liberals. It's it's a really 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 strange dynamic, mm-hmm. and we're really ass backwards about a lot of stuff here. Um, so that's definitely a caveat of it. But I mean. say what you want but the the coastal people that's that's where the big cities are and that's where people are going to go and that's where the mines are um you know that's that's just how it happens and you know i think that you absolutely have to vote for where you live and and what you think is going to affect you the most but um you know the electoral process i don't believe that if you know people that live in wyoming or the dakotas because you have so few electoral votes that your votes actually mean more than, you know, mm-hmm. a reasonably populated state, like, uh, not, not so much like a Nevada, but like an Oregon or, or you know what I mean? Like it, it's just, or, yeah. you know, a, a Virginia even, you know, it, it's the, the, the weight of some of these votes, mm-hmm. it's so disproportionate. And, you know, it's people, people put so much focus on Iowa and New Hampshire. Yeah. I've been to New Hampshire. I go to New Hampshire a couple times a year. You know how many people in New Hampshire that look like me? Not a lot. Not a lot. So it's, <laughs> it's frustrating right. to see like when people are like, oh, Pete Buttigieg is, you know, he's, tri- he's polling right now in, in Iowa. And I'm like, dog, so fucking what? It's Iowa. It's Iowa. Exactly. It's, it's, Nothing, nothing that he does moves the needle. He's he, and here no. here's my opportunity. Mm-mm. He is the forty degree day of of presidential candidate. If you know, <laughs> you know. If you don't know, go to YouTube right now after the podcast is over and put in forty degree day, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Stringer, right. Stringer got did kind of dirty. Yeah, hot take. He deserved it, but he got he got did dirty. If that makes sense. <laughs> But that's all I have, man. That's all I have. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. I think that is everything for today's episode. Um, thank you all for checking us out. Next week, we'll be, uh, we'll be back to our full three-host uh, panel. As usual, Diana will be back. So, um, yeah. Until then, make sure you register to vote, please. Get yep. out. Register get out there, to register. Vote. Register your get friends. Register Go your help. neighbors. 
Go knock on doors, hand out leaflets. Um, have a safe Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Don't punch anybody in the Walmart line. Don't please don't punch anybody. No more. Don't, <laughs> don't. You know, it, I, it tripped me out to look at the calendar and realize next week was Thanksgiving. Yeah. I feel like it's always the same time every year, and then like the week before when I realized next week's Thanksgiving, I'm like, holy shit! And that and I had that moment today when I looked yeah, at the bro. calendar. It's it's here, and then before you know it, it's gonna be Christmas. Fucking and all Christmas. I'm gonna be hearing is Mariah Carey. Oh, that I've heard Mariah Carey at least ten times already. Wow, I have not. Heard <laughs> I have. That's because I don't do anything. When I, I listen to my own music in the car, I get out yeah. of my car, I put my yeah. AirPods in, I walk to class, <laughs> I participate in class, I put my AirPods in, I walk to my car and play music in the car. You, you've insulated yourself. And Smart I listen, man. I'm one of those people, I put my headphones in on the store too. Nice. So I need to start doing that. Because that's, that's where I heard it. I was in the mall. Yep. So be careful <laughs> on Thanksgiving. If you're uh, getting into the eggnog or the, uh, the cider, be careful. Five mm-hmm. five O's gonna be out. They're looking to get your ass on a long weekend. Oh my and, god! Uh, All right. Yeah, as usual, I'll say the same thing that I always say: free Palestine. <laughs> yep. And fuck Reagan. Fuck Ronald Reagan. <laughs> All right, folks. We are out until next week. Peace. Happy holidays. National Stuffing Day. Day Yeah. Oh, Great American (laughs) Smokeout. Uh, Rural Health Day. It's also. I I was going to say Rural Health Day, but that's going to lead me to dropping bars on Republicans. Hilarious. And And National Gingerbread Cookie Day. There we go. uh, We're going to get in the snack talk to to kick things off if we do that. Because hot take, gingerbread cookie is not that good. You know what? I as as far as cookies go, I'm not as hype on them either. They are cool to look at though, and I think the aesthetics of them make people <laughs> think that they taste better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's probably that's very true. If it was just a regular yeah. shaped cookie, like a, people a, would not uh, like a wouldn't hype them. Ginger snaps, they're garbage. <laughs> fucking garbage. These these are gingerbread cookies or ginger snaps with a fucking stimulus package.